You are listening to the Piedmont Church Podcast. To learn more about Piedmont Church, including our gathering times in Macon, you can visit us online at piedmontchurch.net. Hey, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there with me. Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2. We're going to read it in just a second. Uh, For those of you that aren't familiar with Piedmont, uh, we we love to walk through and read the Bible. Um, We preach expository, meaning this time last year, we actually started preaching the book of Luke. Guess how many chapters we're in? We are in chapter 9. Uh, and so we've got at least another year left, congregation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, right? There we go. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month or so ago, Hunter walks up to me and goes, hey man, what, what are you preaching on Christmas Eve? Because I, I really think we need to hear like the Christmas story because you, you like to preach expository. So like you could be in like Revelation or something, right? And I'm like, okay, we'll go to the Christmas story. You know, I preached it like a year ago, but yeah, but it was like January or something like that. I was like, okay, all right, let's go. So here we are. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. If you'll stand in honor of reading God's word with me, here we go. It says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. God, we trust your word. Move our hearts to love you and love others. You may be seated. So as I was looking at this text, there's an interesting line at the end of verse 7. But before we get there, I want to make sure that we understand what's happening in this moment. So here is Joseph and Mary betrothed to be married. So they're engaged, but a very different engagement in the way you and I may understand engagement. They are essentially married to the world around them. Joseph obviously has found out that Mary's with child. He's going, hey, who done it? Because it wasn't me, right? And then an angel comes to him and, you know, lets him know, hey, it was the Holy Spirit, and so all's good in the neighborhood, so you need to continue to be married to her. And so he says, okay, and they continue to move forward. And then this census comes up. And here is Mary in her third trimester now being called to go on about a 90-mile trip, about a four-day trip to a different city, to a place that maybe she's un, she doesn't know, she's not well aware of it. And as she arrives, there's this word. And a lot of times we, we read this word in kind of like a motel or a hotel or something like that. But the, the truth of it is, when you look at the original Greek of this word in, what this word really stood for was something more like a guest house. A place where maybe Joseph had family and they had a, maybe an upper room. And as they arrive in this place, the family looks at Joseph and looks at Mary and says, there's no room. I don't know about you, but that's a different story to me than just an innkeeper saying there's no room. Oh, shucks. The Ritz-Carlton's booked up. 
But when I show up at my family's house or a friend or a friend of a family member's house who possibly was even expecting me with my pregger's wife, right? And they go, hey, there's no room here. That hits just a, a little bit different, right? And so this is the picture that they show up and there is no room for them in this inn. There's no room for Joseph. There's no room for Mary. And I think most importantly, what Luke is pointing us to, inspired by the Holy Spirit, is that there's no room for Jesus. And so I started thinking about my life. And I started thinking about my life in this picture, maybe of a locker. And maybe you can do this with me. So on one side of the locker, we, we have how we would maybe lay our life out. This is what we picture our life to look like. And then on the other side of the locker, we have what our life really looks like. And so if we start out at the bottom, because what's at the bottom of our life? Our, the things that support everything else. It's our cornerstone, whatever that may be for you. For me, it's faith. And so as I look in my locker, I, I find the Word of God. And I find Him firmly planted so that everything else can then be built off of Him. I find other books then helping me dive in and understand maybe the Word of God maybe a little more fully. This neat locker that's pretty tidy and it, it supports the weight of everything else. And then in the next compartment, what I have here is I have just the things of life. I mean, I've got tools because, you know, stuff breaks, right? You know, I've got bills that I got to pay. I get sick, so I got tissues, right? I got this, all, all these things. I got cell phones because y'all won't quit calling me. No, I'm just kidding, right? We got all these things in our life that just, it's just what we got to do. It's just part of life. You got to pay bills. You got to cut the grass. You got to cook dinner, right? And then you have... The next place, this is hobbies and entertainment. Who loves movies? I love a good movie. What do we got? The Avengers? I mean, come on now. Avatar, maybe not so much. But you know, we got <laughs> Armageddon. You know, we got all the good stuff in here. Who can sing some Aerosmith right now? We got crayons. Who's drawing in their life? Come on. You know, who, who, who has an adult crayon book? Come on, help me out. My wife better have her hand up. There it is. <laughs> this is what we do. We do things in our life. It's nice and orderly and put together. And as we continue to move up, we... We have friends, right? We have friends. We got we to gotta throw the ball with our friends. Hope they don't hit in the head with somebody. Thank you. Right? We got we to gotta do sports, flag football. That was not me, right? We got video games because, you know, we're putting a headpiece on. We're playing with some dude in China. Like, we're just, we're, we're making friends with all these people in the world. 